Hi everyone and welcome to SAMA. SAMA stands for Spooky Ask Me Anything, where we have a guest to talk about the area of expertise. Uh, we're into our 19th episode of SAMA, 19 episodes already, it's, it's amazing. And this week we have uh, Yol Ram with us. His subject is um, the essence, purpose of life here and now. Uh, so welcome to SAMA, Yol. It's so Good to have you with us today. I hope I haven't. I'm very lost. happy to be with you. Um, now, just before we're um, just before now, we we're talking about a very good subject about um, really what is reality of life, and um, I was wondering whether we can continue this, this discussion because it's actually quite good. Um, and we were discussing about well about phones and social media um, platforms. Um, if you can, if you can just carry on from what we were, what we were discussing before, you what your views are on this. Yeah. See, we get born in the social environment that was created. We we live all in artificial realities, either on the cell phone or or created around us by by society. So that means in different places on Earth, we experience different cultures, different political systems, economic systems. Uh, organization of life generally and traveling from city to city from culture to culture you see some differences and you see some uh, what do you call it same same pattern repeating again and again and for travelers who've been traveling a lot around the world they definitely see those patterns especially economic patterns that are repeated uh, mainly systems that have been created to support uh, certain indi individuals to gain uh, money and support other indi individuals to provide the service with a, a little reward. So this is the economic pattern that we see all around the world. And then we have educational pattern that we see how the education in the schools, schools are, is done. And in most of the cases, we find out that people are educated to serve, to be servants of those who have businesses, of course. And we find out that they get, get just formation that is going to support the business. That means to provide service to other people who are creating a wealth, I would say. And so on, we find that the same same pattern in, in health industry around the world that is very similar in most of the countries. Uh, social life uh, varies definitely from country to country according to traditions and religious patterns of the of the places. But but there are always uh, certain elements that are repeating. For example, uh, obedience. Uh, following certain rules, etc., that is implemented in, in the social patterns. That means fulfilling the needs of social environment. That means of the group. Group usually has a leader, and leader has set the system. And it is transferred from, from one generation to the next generation, and so on. And there are some small changes happening over the centuries, but the same patterns repeat. So, next. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't want to go too much in this area, but I just want to 
say that pattern is repeated in many cultures in many different life areas. So, but um, it is an intriguing subject though, isn't it? So it's like a virtual reality that isn't a true reality. It's not a reflection of exactly, the real world. Because this is, so all my, my teaching, I would say, if, if you can say teaching, whatever I do, whatever I talk with friends and people and, you know, when I give courses, is usually how to get out of circle of dependence. To pay health insurance, we have to pay for a house, we have to pay this, we have to pay that, to keep kids in the school, etc. So we have to be in one place and, and follow certain rules of, this, of the environment. And that keeps us somehow enslaved into that certain pattern. So we don't have real freedoms. Even we get a lot of money. I mean, you know, salary goes up and down in, in different positions, different places. We get a lot of money, but that still you have to be in one place. You have to perform and you have to, to fulfill your social duties. That means you are not really free. Even free. you have, you have a so-called higher income. The question is how to get out of that system of dependency. Absolutely. Okay, well... Um, the subject is this essence, purpose of life here and now. So how do we escape from this virtual reality that we are, we are fed in our lifetime? So the whole point of life comes to our inner happiness, as you said, because whatever we do in our life is to fulfill that inner need feel good either we alone or with family and with kids or extended family it's always that personal feeling of of being okay at the point and that feeling of being okay is obviously disturbed many ways in our life so the search for happiness continues and the illusion of being happy when we have more money or when we live on one place or when we live on the other place etc continues so that's the human quest through centuries we are trying to change the system and be happier we are trying to change you know culture or religion many people change it from one religion to the other thinking oh i'm getting more happier with this other one but it doesn't happen you know so that's human search and we are obviously on many different levels or many different steps of that search towards the truth of life happiness Happiness means different things to different people, so I guess it's a exactly. personal quest. Exactly. So, and that means on different levels of, of human existence, we get fulfillment of that, that level of happiness. But then, as soon as we get one car that is new and bad, good and comfortable and fast and whatever we want, a good color, a design, after few weeks we start feeling very normal and we start having more desires and then we believe oh if I get that other car that somebody else has or we have seen a new car that is electric for example and we say oh that will make me really happy so we start wasting our life working towards that next goal and it takes years or, or half a year it doesn't matter how long but eventually we get that goal fulfilled we get that beautiful house that beautiful place that we wanted and within a few weeks or a few months, it becomes just normal part of life and we start feeling some other 
happiness will come from some other place because that doesn't that old goal doesn't make us happy anymore I think um, many people go on holidays they have perhaps one holiday a year and they'd spend most of the year saving up for their holiday which I assume will be their happiness and then they they go out and experience the happiness and then they go back to the grind of working but to go on holiday especially overseas trips I guess takes money you what what would your suggestion be to people that are in that loop how can they escape that loop and experience happiness during the year rather than just at one specific point in time organizing our life probably would be the the main main point of our focus organizing life so that we can experience happiness every day and eventually every moment that's that's a goal of every yogi actually to keep happiness or samadhi or satori or whatever we would call that state of peak experience if we go by psychological terms peak experience is something that the genius people are experiencing most of the time that's when they create or sports people are experiencing when they are performing the best in their game so it's nothing uh, really uh, secret or magical or un uh, difficult to experience it's a matter of focus you know when you focus on making money eventually you'll start making money when you focus on making art you eventually start producing good, good art or being good artist or if you focus on becoming a star or politician or something you know that of importance to you eventually after years of practice and doing things you get that goal so the same thing is with spiritual practice eventually after practicing for quite some time you you get there so it's possible it's not impossible but it it has certain requirements and the basic requirements are something that probably you have been talking about is the health you have to be healthy in order to experience deeper level of, of functioning of, of your system and based in uh, connect your functioning of your system with with the intelligence of universe because every moment we are receiving amazing quantity of information it is basically uh, actually available for us but our system because of stress that we are experiencing our society through food pollution air pollution water pollution electromagnetic pollution etc the, the disturbance of our brain functioning doesn't or, or disturbed system doesn't allow us to, to receive that information this is all time available therefore we are partly connected with the intelligence of universe very little actually the scientists say less than one percent some people generously say maybe five percent of your potential that, that we are using doesn't matter how much but it is very little so that means our current life is based on very small potential of our human human being uh, essence we are living very little so that that's the reason why we have so little happiness only from time to time because we are not living our full potential as we are learning how to live more of our inner uh, wealth I would say because being complete human being or being enlightened being free means living totality of life and that's 
as I said, first through, through health, healthy behaviors, healthy food, air, etc. And then you have to create so healthy social relations. That means that, that you are not disturbed all the time by, by you know, your peers or business, etc. And this is our, our job to create those relations. That's what I mean, organizing your life. When you organize your business to be supportive to your personal growth, then you have a good environment. When you organize your family to be supportive to your personal growth, then you have good time at home. And then your, your, your practice that could be yoga or meditation or anything else can really bring you up much faster than you're, when you're in polluted environment and disturbed all the time. So that means organizing your, your daily life can bring a lot of happiness to you. And of course, we can focus on each detail, how we do it, but probably that will take many hours <laughs> in, in future talks when we can focus exactly how to purify or detoxify body naturally, how to use machines as, as you have, and how to combine those two systems and make it the most, uh, most effective of both sides, technology and, and natural person development through generation frequencies inside. Last week we had um, Masaki with us, and um, <clears throat> well, I bought one of his organite <laughs> pyramids. Um, when you're talking about the um, the EMF fields that are passing through us, these are supposed to shield or help um, make the signals coherent. So we got it to give it a go. Look at the quality of this thing. This is the golden one that he makes. And it's, wow. it looks rough, but it actually feels so lovely and smooth. And we actually got, we got this is the, the shungite one that he has. Look at the size of it. It's got this um, shungite, ground shungite he's put on there. I mean, it's, it's, it looks, it's the sort of thing you'd want to show everybody, which I am anyway. Um, it, this looks so good. <laughs> so that's right. It's, it's, we're being proactive and um, taking steps to try and reduce the amount of um, harmful um, radiations that are passing through us. Um, now, you're talking a lot about what you're talking about is like an attitude thing, isn't it? It's turning things into a positive spin. But how we all know people who are, they, they seem to be like naturally negative. Let's go to the beach. Oh, it might rain. <laughs> Something like this. How how does one change um, one's character to become more positive? What sort of steps can someone take? That's an ex excellent question because this is, this is exactly where the problem is. Most of the people are actually experiencing problem at that point. How to switch from, from one mode of operation to the other mode of operation. So that's, that's great. It's very difficult. It's true. It's really difficult because People have desire, but that desire is not strong enough to make the change. And whatever they do, they don't experience positive results. So then, I believe personally, according to my experience, that that's the place when the technology comes in, the machines. When your body, your system is not strong enough to recover at a certain point from destructive influences. For example, you have accumulated so much stress or so much toxins in the body and whatever you start doing, it doesn't really, really give big impact 
on your on your moods and, and behaviors and thinking pattern. That means basically your new frequency that you create in your brain. So that that means you 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 get into that low low level vibration most most of the time, and you're not supportive to your well-being for and, and the future. That's the time when we when we use difficult the, the different kinds of, of types of uh, technical instruments like pyramids and, and different organ type of, of things that reduce the frequencies from, from the environment. But also we, we can use this spooky machine to, to detoxify. And I think that the detoxification is one of the most important processes for personal development. So by doing several, several processes, you know, that are with machines or, or probably natural cleaning systems, like you know, drinking different different types of herbs, etc. So that can help you move from one per pattern of functioning or one one frequency of the of brain that is not positive to at least slightly more positive. And over the time, we definitely have to have some willingness to to do the change and and desire to endure those those days uh, that are not so brilliant and not so pleasant. But it is possible, and there are many cases that you can see, and you can believe that it is it is going to happen to you. And if you have good uh, guide, I would call you know a, a person who can help you go through those different steps of development or improving your health and if you improving your personal frequency from from within, then you can you can get through it reasonably quite quickly and get to that bright age of the of, of bright side of, of, of functioning in, in life how important is it to surround yourself with good people with people that are naturally happy yes uh, here, 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 very very good of observation or, or moving the, the the topic to that area so that's one of the things so we can we can surround ourselves of course with machines that can help us and do different natural treatments but equally important is environment and also social environment. So that means changing environment helps a lot, you know, like getting to the place where the air is pure and the water is clean, etc. But if you do not have that option, of course, that can be long-term planning to do that in your life. But first thing is getting good friends. So because, you know, we create frequencies on many different different ways and relations with the with people that we have around ourselves starting with family or if you are alone you know starting with with close close friends and and people that you're communicating every day is equally important because everybody remembers the times when he had a group of people that led him to a lot of trouble and then at a certain point of life, something happens. He gets an, a new friend or he moves to another town and gets a new friend. And the whole pattern of his life changes just because he, he changes the, 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 the people that he's uh, working with or, or playing with or having time with most of the time. So frequency of the people or happiness of the people that you are dealing all the time and their positivity have a really good influence. And this is like... Like having a good magnets around, around, you know, and they attract something. 
So this is what people are, really are, you know, they are creating frequencies that attract certain frequencies, you know, magnets attracts the other magnet, and the quality of the magnet attracts that similar quality. So that's how people do. So that's why very, it's very important to have good friends that you not only trust, but that you have that, how to explain it, have that good feeling really good feeling that you know when you meet some friend and you talk with him and you spend hours talking something not really that important but <laughs> you get so uplifted with, with with the talk that you forget about the time because you get into that zone that they say you get into the area where where your your mind totally expands and you feel feel your your yourself there is no restriction and that's what makes us younger and that's what improves the health and that's that's mutual for both parties that's the kind of relation that we want total mm. trust and total openness yes yes okay so it's important to have good friends um what other things are needed for happiness and fulfillment do you feel <laughs> this is very difficult question <laughs> it's individual you know when when I say when I'm asking you know, what you need, I just say I don't need anything. Just just let me close my eyes. I enjoy the world is so beautiful. <laughs> For different people, the, the the answer would be definitely different. Different. Yes. Yes. You know, we we definitely need need good air, good good uh, good food, good yes. environment, yes. and it's different for different people because we do not perceive equally our environment our capability to perceive the environment and needs is different therefore we have to follow ourselves wherever we are that's my my uh, suggestion usually to the people you know because everybody needs different things because everybody is on different stage of, of his frequency development towards the, the, that, that unity it's unity with, with the intelligence of universe that we call the enlightenment of freedom. So, on every step we have different need to fulfill where we are and then make another step to fulfill the next need. Therefore, I, I al always uh, suggest just follow yourself. Just be quiet at least a few times a day and feel what you need and follow that need. It can be different at different times, but if you follow all the time, you, you you start learning how to follow your inner nature, and that inner nature will will lead you to final result. We say to unity with God or with unity with universe and unity with intelligence. Doesn't matter how we call that that end goal, but it's actually the same. <laughs> the names are not important. <laughs> A few well, it was two days ago. Um, I did what some people or most people do in the dishes. You know, we, we do that sometimes. And um, I got excited and I was very happy when I saw a little bean sprout growing out from the kitchen sink. And we fortunately got two kitchen sinks, one they're side by side. And so I shifted to the other side so I didn't disturb this bean sprout. But I, was, I felt so happy that a new life was coming from a place where I didn't expect it. And you'll never guess this, um, you know, uh, um, yesterday, it's 
mate started growing next to it. So there's now two growing like this, this twisting around. And so that I was thinking about the talk that we're going to have today, and I thought, well, what this is, is it's a seed for happiness. I can grow happiness from just a simple observation. Instead of thinking, oh, you know, it's making the sink dirty and pulling them out and, and throwing them away. I'm, I'm, sort of, <laughs> I'm going to nurture them, you and see whether I can harvest them later on. <laughs> I'm not sure what plant they are. I, th I think they're bean sprouts, but they might be something completely different. And it's just something from some food scrap that's found its way down the sink. But the important point I'm sort of making is it was like a little seed, and it made me happy for the whole morning. Um, would you say this is um, part of being happy, being observant of things around you and, and taking happiness from things that make, you know, that will, that you do get happiness from? Very great point, actually. I've been thinking about similar things. <laughs> I've been thinking about similar things about life. Because people do not understand the difference between constructive and destructive in the sense of between life and death. In our, our daily life, what is life? What are life forces? And what are destructive forces? We don't understand that point. And nurturing life in our environment, in our, our personal living, is the most important spiritual discipline, I would say. When we start nurturing the life force, life force, life force is everywhere. And when we watch the movies, you know, the Star Wars, etc., you, you see obviously dark forces and life forces, but, but in a regular life, we don't know who is playing what role. <laughs> and the role that we play is designed or defined by how our brain functions, how much positivity the brain can accept, how much life the brain can accept and support. So let us make it very simple. Of course, we can talk about this a long time, and this is a really important topic. But the most, the, the, the simplest thing is, what makes us feel good when we experience? Every experience that makes us feel good, it's life-supporting energy. It can last, you know, little or a little longer, or a little longer, how long it lasts. It doesn't need to be that big happiness that we get when we win a lottery. It's just inner feeling of good. And then, you know, you can meet people that promise a lot of things to you. But these are the words. But after experience is not good. So that means even the, the promotional material is the same. They use both forces, dark forces and light forces, they use the same promotional material. We are going to support the environment. We are for your health. We are for your family, etc., etc. We are for world peace. But... This is the, the marketing material that both forces are using, but how we can distinguish who is who is that after feeling, after taste, what happens after. And you can find out that destructive forces are using fear, punishment, and this kind of, of energies that are behind their promises. And light forces usually do not require anything. It's, it's just the happiness that you get behind. 
So the happiness and, and positive results are usually the results of experiencing life force and fear and weakness and dependence is what comes from the dark forces. And this is how you can distinguish between these two forces in your life. And that's how you can follow one way that is good for you. But that's very important to, 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 to find out those little nuances that can lead to happiness in your life. This is why these little things of, of, of energy of life are so important. So, so good to spend as much as possible in nature for human beings, because human beings are originally part of nature. And it's not natural to be in, in cities within these uh, boxes in concrete. So as, anytime you can get out of the city, do it. Now, can you describe to our viewers your current location? Because you certainly aren't in a box. You look like a, you're in a wonderful, wonderful location. So I'm in Yunnan. This is, this is really uh, what I wanted because we want to have a school. We want to bring people to experience real life, to experience life forces. And I was looking all around China. Where is that place that I can do that? So I came to Yunnan and I came to Dali area. And I'm now, now in, in, in Shijiao village. And yesterday I was actually like 100 kilometers from here in the mountains. And I think I found a really good place. It was completely original place. I, the nearest village was, you know, uh, like one, one kilometer from, from the area. And it was re, uh, like a little creek going through the meadows and, and uh, the shepherd with the, with the sheep, you know, and it was just beautiful, such energy that was amazing. I said, this I cannot picture. The place was not possible to record because it was energy level that you can feel, that you cannot record with camera, you know, you can just get the, the trees and meadow, but the energy that you feel on the place, it's just amazing. So I said, this is the place where I want to make my school, you know, to invite people to experience what it means living in nature, what is the the, the real experience of life. I look forward to the invitation. <laughs> for Chinese people to, to get back to re real roots from where we are coming, those mountain villages that are completely natural. I visited the village that is 2,000 years old, but people still live very similar life like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So I was impressed that there are still places that you, know, you can find those original people that are not spoiled by by marketing, TV, etc. Now that's an interesting point. Uh, you say spoiled by marketing, and I guess by extension advertising and by further extension technology, perhaps. Um, I was wondering whether we could talk a little bit more on that. Um, what are the what are the biggest biggest dangers that are people that like myself living in cities? We can't avoid we can't avoid the technology. We can't avoid the advertising, well, we, we probably can. What sort of steps can we take? So move move what out. I <laughs> what I call marketing is the system that, you see, there is, there is a knowledge of influencing customers. I've been business professional, so we study really how we can influence customers to buy a certain product by, by color, by smell, by shape, by positioning, by words that we put in, etc., etc. 
there are many ways how you can influence customers to make decision to buy a product. And most of the com big companies, they, they pay million I mean millions of dollars and invest into scientists who will research exactly how to, how to present the product to the customers so that they, create, that they get desire to buy it. So it's very, very highly invested, feel invested in, in manipulating basically human minds, how to do the things in, in the sales process. But this is not the end. It's done everywhere, on every level, on political, cultural, religious, etc. So we are always bombarded with the created realities by somebody else. So that means we hear the, 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 the story, we, hear, we see the movie, and those things are exactly prepared so that you create certain opinion, so that you behave in a certain way in certain society. So I'm not talking about China, I'm talking global, about the everywhere in the world, society do that to their people, so that they get good citizens. <laughs> good citizens, under the quotes, that means obedient, so that system works the way it is designed to, to be. The only way to be yourself is really to turn the day that you can fulfill your real inner need, to unite with your inner soul, with your, your, your inner essence, who you really are. Because psychology of human being is whatever you see, whatever you hear, that you identify with the, with the senses, with the, with the product of senses, that means with, with perception. That's human nature. This is how our brain functions. You identify with what you perceive, with what you see, what you taste, what you hear. So you're always connected with something else than yourself. That's why I teach meditation or, you know, that's why I recommend. To meditate means turn your senses inside and start experiencing who you really are, what you are. And that's where your strength is. That's, your, that's where your identity is. When you become more who you are, you will be more difficult to be influenced and manipulated and that's the real real solution to human search human problems because you don't want to be something else you want to be yourself so human beings have to learn how to experience what they really are and meditation and especially good meditation and good practice is designed for that to return to yourself to your identity and to your real freedom. Okay, so that's that's, that's very brief <laughs> explanation. Yes, but you know we can we can organize for all people who have desired really to return to the self. We can organize some some longer meetings or some some more detailed uh, courses or or uh, talks. Because I enjoy helping other people to become what they are to be happier, to be healthier, to be stronger. That's my joy. Is it, <clears throat> excuse me, is it difficult to meditate? Uh, that's exactly as if you would say, 
is it difficult to breathe? For most people, it should be easy, <laughs> except if you have some disease. <laughs> Naturally, normally, it for normal, normal people, normally healthy people, it should be normal. You don't ever pay attention to the breathing system, you know. So, and as you said, meditating is like being, being who you are. It it is actually the process of increase the joy. In the beginning, it is strange because you have never learned how to be yourself. <laughs> so it is there is an adjustment period, you know, when when you start learning how to be self, how to return to who you are, because you have so many patterns of uh, imp imprinted or forced uh, patterns of behavior and beliefs that are that you think you, you are and then when you start becoming the self all those dirty things that you are not start falling off and it's really a process of great joy you know you start feeling your inner power your inner peace your inner strength who you really are and then the life starts changing you know and, and then you cannot wait for meditating next time. You know, it's become so, so, so strong and so, so needy. You know, it's it's a great process for your life. One thing, one thing we touched on earlier, we were talking about how through the schooling system, the the formal education system, we're taught to be servants, servants for serving the few, and um, to me, it's not important who the few are, but how can someone get out? How can someone escape from being a servant? It's another curly. It's a matter of readiness. You know, I, I have a very good friend. I have many friends, but I have a very good friend who is a doctor. <laughs> and long, long time ago, in my process of search and my process in, of development, I was young. And that was just about period of time when my mother died and I was shifting in, in my mind from different realities of life, you know, with family or without mother that was really close to me. And I got allergy. I, I didn't know that it's allergy. It was like, like a cold, like a flu, you know. So, and I went to my friend and I said, what's this, what I should do, you know? And she said, you know, this is allergy. You're not sick, really. <laughs> it's not, not real flu. There's no virus. It's it's allergic reaction. And I said, so what to do? And she said, you don't need to do anything. And I said, so, so what's, what's this? She said, you know, when you get fed up of this, you will you will overcome it yourself. <laughs> so I remember that. It was so funny. You know, when you get fed up of, of feeling unwell. <laughs> so that's my answer. When you start feeling that it's, it's enough of this stupidity of this life in this society that was organized, these ways that you don't really respect, but you are forced to, to follow. You say, I really don't want to live this way anymore. Then you start thinking, okay, how I can change it? That's the time when you start switching, you know, from, from that reality that is created for you, and you start looking for the solutions. And this is, the, this is exactly what kind of people I like working with, because they are at that, that verge of awakening, they say, I don't want this system. It's not what I really want to live for. I want something better, but I don't know how to get there. So then I said, oh, I spent all my life looking for that and doing the same thing. I will help you because I did it. <laughs> I went through all this. Stuff. 
So then it starts making those little changes. You know, you start getting better food, you have start getting better, better this, better that, and these are the little steps how you get out of these artificial realities that you don't belong. You start learning how to become yourself. And how to create your life that is independent. On a mental level, on an emotional level, on social these are the things that are really, really making us free beings. Wonderful. Um, home education, that was one subject that I'd also like to touch on. Um, what, what are your views on home education? Home education, did you say? Yes. Home education. So, with my kids, I like to give them freedom to choose. So I would put them in public school. So yes. they would go for one year in public school. And then, you know, we had the private school that was some friends from public school you want to try to see there. I mean, from private school. So then next year they would go to private school. And that was much better. And then the next year we said, okay, let us, let us try to do it home, you know. So we would go, you know, and, and let them experience how it looks in one way, the other way, and then we will try to do something at home. You know, we are just parents. We are not really educated to be a teachers, but we would do our best. And from my point of view, I always wanted to give my kids chance to experience different things, different ways, so that they have opportunity to choose on their own. Like, you know, you try three different desserts, and then you say, okay, I will like this one more than this one, and, and so on. So this is what I'm trying to give them experience. You know, they try traveling this place, that place, and I ask them, where do you like more? So that's what we are trying to, to give them, to learn by experiencing different opportunities in their life. So I teach them how to do one thing and how to do the other thing, and then they choose what they like more. And of course, it doesn't need to be final decision because we change during our lives and as, as we grow as a human beings, you know, and then after some time, you know, they change. He says, I want to play this, you know, and after a year or two, he says, no, I don't want to play anymore this trumpet. I want to play piano or something else, you know. So things are changing in life, but we allow kids to learn and follow their inner needs. And that's the most important, actually. As, as I can think. We, we give them chance to follow their inner needs and their inner curiosity. Through that they develop the process of growth that is natural. Because we are not forced that you have to learn mathematics or you have to do this. As I say, you know, you didn't learn mathematics, no. You are already, you know, eight years and you didn't learn this and this. But I know he will have to learn it eventually because he will need it in his life. So, and when he needs the nature, the whole environment will press him to, to learn that. So I don't say, oh, now you're 10, you have to know this and this because this is in school schedule for the kids who are 10 years old. No, I just let the life organize their learning. And then as we travel, as we do this and that, they naturally get into into position to learn, you know. Now, in the beginning, they didn't want to learn Chinese. But now, as we are around, 
they are feeling, oh, I want to say this, I want to say that, I want to ask about this. And they ask me, you know, I want teacher now. At the beginning, they didn't want. So basically, you let the nature organize and the life organize the learning process. That's what I call homeschooling. That's wonderful. I guess if someone wants to learn, they'll, they will learn, or certainly learn faster, wouldn't they? The, the, the information yeah. would stick. Uh, one of my kids is more for mathematics, and he enjoys doing, doing things with numbers. And I let him do it, you know, because this is his inner talent, and it is, this is his inner, inner attraction. And the other, the other boy, I cannot force to do that because he's artistic. He, he wants to draw, he wants music, he wants the other things. And I let him do the things that are attracting him because this is from where his enjoyment comes. And I, I feel awkward if I cut his enjoyment, you know. Because <laughs> this is the essence of life. This is why we're living, you know. To be happy too. So I cannot force him to do something that doesn't make him happy. You know? mm, mm. <laughs> feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> so this is how we try to organize our education by increased happiness. We follow the line of increased happiness. And at a certain point, he, he naturally gets satisfied or saturated with, with one thing, switch from one thing to the other thing. Because he doesn't need to spend all life doing one, one thing in, in home education that attracts you. And actually, even if that happens in some cases, that means that there is inner natural tenden tendency or, or need to, to do it. So we let kids do that, and he becomes really good at one, one certain area that, that he is basically predestined to do, because this is his destiny, this is his nature, this is what is strong in his inner, inner setup. So we let him do it. And I guess you get yeah. happy. You get happiness from his successes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's how we we do our home homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> and so, do you have all your children currently doing homeschooling? I, I guess if you're in a, in a different area now, just, just right now we don't have even other options. <laughs> no, no. You know, I like organizing community. This will be ideal. Uh, homeschooling and community is is actually ideal. Ideal, if you have more people that are similar like you, and have more more kids, and then one parent can teach kids one thing, is good at that, and then the other parents can teach kids other things. So kids flow around and and they learn from everybody whatever they they can learn because people are different. They have different skills. They have different characters. They have different approaches to different things, and kid really learns exactly what he needs because he is attracted naturally to the people in community that have that thing that he wants at that moment. So that's why it's good to have eco-communities and that's why I'm, I'm so, so thrilled actually to de develop more eco-communities here in, in China so that people can have the environment for natural development, for natural growth, for natural life. Mm, that is another subject we were, we were going to touch on this talk as well, wasn't it? Um, the eco-community uh, development. If you can explain to people more about this, please. The idea of eco-communities is, I mean, the theory is much deep and wide, but let me simplify it. The idea is to get a group of people who have similar interests to live together and organize their life together. 
in my case, I'm always thinking of eco-community of people who are looking for healthy life and, and natural education and personal development or spiritual development, whatever you, you call that. So this is what I consider eco-communities. People who would like to organize their life to be happy, healthy, and, and free. So that's why we look for places that are in nature, that you can grow your healthy food, that you can organize healthy life for your kids, you know, that they, they grow in an environment that has pure air, pure water, and that you get together a group of people that have similar interests. That means the same healthy living subject and have different, of course, professions. And then we organize economy of that group of people that is basically independent of, of economic system because we create values. That means I have some knowledge and I can, I can provide that knowledge to other people for exchange, for exchange of value. Either that exchange is material in the sense of I, I give you a class of meditation and you give me a few pounds of, of zucchini, you know, or, or we exchange it for money, doesn't matter. We will have, or I give you a massage treatment or, or, or something like that, you know, and we exchange our goods and services. So that's kind of community that we are creating that is independent of other economic systems because we create value that can be exchanged either for cash or for other values. That sounds, that sounds like quite an old-fashioned system. You're going back a few thousand years, but it might be a, a bold step forward. It, it was working before this way, so why not now? And actually, we have examples of these kind of communities in the world right now, so it's, it's possible to do, definitely. I think so with, with a, sorry? Value between the other communities. That means, you know, it, it doesn't need to be closed economic system because we can we can do business online and exchange our products and values you know with all other cities and communities around the world so that's how we we exist as an independent economic system basically because we create value that is desirable for other people and they pay or exchange other values with, with that I'd, I'd say sorry there's a bit of a delay in the uh, audio. Sorry, you'll, I think that in such a community, it'll be very easy to be a happy person because you'll be you'll be um, having um, discussions with people that are like-minded and, and open-minded, and, um, and they'd be happy themselves. This is the main main idea of this eco communities. It's actually creating an environment for fastest personal development for be, be, being yourself or becoming the self or becoming one with the with intelligence of the universe or become one with the nature that's what environment we want to provide for for our members that's why we are looking for a great creation of eco villages and so will you be setting up um, such a community where you are at the moment yes this is uh, what i'm looking here in yunnan and we've just found one nice place yesterday and i think tomorrow tomorrow and day after tomorrow i will be looking for another place so we want to see or you know what is the best place to start with but we are not thinking about one community i'm thinking about hundreds 
and maybe thousands of communities to be modeled according to one that we will create here. And I'm thinking of creating many teachers or people who will be able to go around and create these communities for their friends and their places. Every big city would have, should have some community somewhere nearby out of the city, wherever is you know, good enough area for that. That's that's quite a brave thing you're doing there, Yul. I I um very brave. I I, I really um well I know you're going to succeed. Um, <laughs> you know we you know, I'm doing what I am. I can't do anything else. <laughs> the um it is remarkable. You you're following your uh, uh, your chosen path, and you're obviously getting a lot of um, happiness from it. Looking at your face now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's when when you find yourself and you're doing the things you want to do and you're surrounded by people that you want to be surrounded by. What's there not to be happy about? And so you, you're doing a you're doing. Happiness is in creating a happy people, <laughs> helping other people to become happy. <laughs> That's remarkable. So I'll just go through the checklist. Um, <laughs> We've um, done the natural health side and personal development, uh, family uh, purpose and relations, and the family economy. We were talking earlier about um, trying to substitute happiness for material things. Um, the family home, healthy food and garden, home education delivery, social relations, creative work. Creative work. What would you... What would you call creative work? Very good. Creativity is basically who we are. We are all about creating. We are born to express ourselves. By expressing ourselves, we say we create new creations because we are never the same. <laughs> I, I even cannot repeat my lectures. I cannot repeat <laughs> I cannot repeat my recipes. I always create new recipe whenever I start cooking something or, or making a, the, the desserts for kids because they like me for desserts. I cannot repeat it because I said, I don't remember how I did it last time, but this is this is this time, new new creation. So we are creative beings. We are not repetitive set systems. We are like a flow, like a river. Our brain is never the same. We are not fixed. We are not uh, printed pictures. We are beautiful. We are beautiful creations of, of di divine energies, you know, and divine intelligence. So we are, we are changing every single second of, of the life. We are becoming something better or something different that can be a new music. We are music of universe. These are, these are human beings. <laughs> and, and this is what we are supposed to be to each other. We are supposed to be a happiness that is observed through our performance. Performance, what we are. Performance is anything we do. It doesn't need to be singing or, or painting. It doesn't need to be artistic. Because everything we do is actually art in reality. If we are not set up, if we as a human beings are not set up in the, this, uh, these little patterns that are uh, created for socii by society, rules as little boxes so you're an engineer you're a doctor you're a, 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 what you call it, security guard or whatever so we, we start thinking oh I'm this I am to behave this way I have to do this 
because I'm I'm doctor, I have to think this way. It's nonsense. It's such nonsense, you know, restricting our our human beauty and creativity and 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 variety and, and, and range of life. They're amazing human beings. We are abundant, actually. There is no end to our ability to create new things and to enjoy in creation of new things, you know, in, in relations to each other. Because relation, relations between two human beings is actually exchange of eternity. You understand? Exchanging eternity, exchanging uh, endless beauty of universe. This is who we are, exchanging between ourselves. And this is from where joy comes from, from relations between two people. When the relations is restricted to a little box, it becomes boring. Then people far, uh, part away. This is why this, this uh, marriages stops, because People are restricted in, in their thinking and behavior and expectations because they didn't, didn't get education how to be unbounded, how to become part of, of nature, how to be really natural. Being really natural, that means being abounded, and that means being endlessly creative. That means creating your life or your expressions every minute, different ways. You know, talking with kids, Talking with, with anybody else is an act of creation. You're creating a picture of something new. And creating new picture, you're creating new universe that is going to be next moment, and next moment, and next moment. So we are creators of our future, of our future, not only destiny. This is, this is a phrase that everybody repeats, but nobody understands <laughs> in reality. Very small, a few people understand what means creating a future. It's physical work that you do with your brain. That's it. That you do by creating a certain frequencies. And it's very physical. And it's very real. It's scientific. You can, you can uh, uh, prove it scientifically. It's not just some, some fanciful idea that, oh, we are creators of our future. No, it's reality. We do it every moment. When we are sad, when we are unhappy, when we are angry, we create our future. We create even our body the way it is right now. So that's what I mean by creativity. That means expressing yourself really to the fullest, to the maximum. And this is why we, we want this community, communities, eco-communities, if it is proper name, doesn't matter. You know, we just use it for, for lack of better name. <laughs> we create these communities where people can realize the fullness of life, the fullness of their creative potential who really they are, and the fullness of their relations. So that means creativity. And when you express your creativity, there is no end to, to wealth creation. Because you are creating all the time new value to the people around you, to your community. That's that means an amazing amount of, of wealth. That means you can exchange this creative process always with somebody with something and you can have anything you can imagine in real life you know theoretically and and really physically because people who have achieved their level of fulfillment of life or you, you call it total uh, total development of human break potential or enlightenment they really live live that way 
that they are completely fulfilled. They don't need any money anymore. They have everything that they can imagine that they need. So, and even money if, if they need, you know, if they, they get every project that they want, it's financed. They get any money that they need. So that's the life in, in total freedom and total expression of, of human little potential and creativity. When you gave the um, list of subjects that you, you'd like to talk about during the talk, there was one word that stuck out, or well, it stood out for me anyway, and um, we went through the creative work. Uh, we went to, uh, or what you wrote was uh, contribute, contributing and then giving. The word giving was the thing that stood out. And it, it made me suddenly realize that could be a, a great source of your happiness, your personal happiness, because you're giving to people. Exactly. See, most of the people, most of the people are thinking of gaining. Yes. Or receiving. <laughs> and, and by thinking of gaining and receiving, they are, or they are closing the door for, you know, closing the door because when you have hands like this, you keep something. It's not open, you cannot receive because it's closed, you keep your things closely. This is mental, mental setup, you know. So I, I like to put always those couple of words like, like giving, creating and giving. Because it's, it's very natural for human beings. It's part of human nature. And happiness comes actually from, from giving, from creating. It's very natural for us to create new values. Because it is expression of life. Life expresses itself by creating, by you know, multiplying, doing something new, making flowers. Flowers are expression of divine intelligence in the fields, you know, and humans are also a divine flowers, another way, you know. So humans can also express itself through new creations, and those new creations, because they are unbounded, they don't need to keep for themselves, because they can, like, like, a, like spring, the water comes and comes again and more and comes, springs always give more and more water. So humans are like that. They're, they're springs of divine energy or divine intelligence or cosmic intelligence. It doesn't matter how we call that. And that intelligence flows through different ways or different channels of expression. Either music or stories or some technical discoveries that are useful, etc., etc., etc. There are many, many, many channels of expressions of human creativity. And these are all channels of giving. So each community that I'm talking about is community of givers. Community where people are gaining happiness by giving, by creating. Because, you know, my wife says, oh, here we don't have people to invite to, to give. <laughs> so when we are traveling, you know, you come first time to some place, you don't know many people because we love to invite people to come for dinner, for, you know, and then we give, we share some nice food. You know, we say this is organic and this is from our garden and this is this and this is that. And people enjoy trying it and you know, and then, then next time they say, oh, we have to invite you to try in our things that you can, you have to see how we create our food, etc. Mm. So this is sharing of, of new creations in one way, you know, just through food. 
because food is most easier way of communication, you know, because people like to eat and then they gather about food is a reason for communicating and they're getting together. So there are of course many different ways to, to express, you know, giving and sharing. So this is what I mean when, when I say then you will be able, in these communities, you will be able to express yourself, to create and to share with, with other people the same way. That's wonderful. <laughs> oh, we're so lucky to have you on board. Yo, thank you, thank you, thank you for the talk. We've um, come to the end of our show. We're gonna, I think we're going to have to have you back again because there's several things we touched on lightly, and, and I'd love to go into more depth. But um, yes. we, we've been uh, listening to uh, Yul Ram. He's um, been generous with his time and uh, come bo on board and taught us all a thing or two about happiness and fulfillment and life. Well, life, the universe, and everything, really. So thank you so much for coming and, um, and talking to us. Um, and um, that's the end of our summer show. <laughs> okay, sharing. goodbye, everybody. Sharing is, is our nature, so we have to do sharing, expressing our love. Thank you. All thank you, you. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs>